Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both mics. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to both mics. Welcome, everybody. Both mics, folks. Welcome. <clears throat> yeah, it's a show about nothing and everything. That is Mike Safka. And just a second, you're going to see... Yes, and that is Mike Taylor over there. There you go. And together we are Both Mics. Welcome to show number 81 of Both Mics Heard Everywhere podcast can be heard. We are live right now on twitch.tv slash both mics. You can come on and see us every Friday night. Well, almost every Friday night. We got, uh, we got a vacation coming up, uh, but you can find us there live. We're on YouTube. We post everywhere. Podcasts can be found and video streams can be seen. Yes. Yes. Check out my shirt. I got my bad Santa and angry elf shirt on last yep, show of the yep. year. Like I got my Magellan shirt on, even though I don't fish. Thanks. Yeah. I thought Magellan was that guy who went around the world and shit. <clears throat> yeah. I guess in a boat. I guess that makes sense why they call it Magellan. Yeah. Anyway, do a bad Santa and the angry elves. Check those guys out. They're good. Just uh, Google them on the socials and find them. And uh, they don't play after Christmas. They just play, you know, going up to Christmas. So find these guys. Check them out. It's adult night out. It's funny shit. Funny Christmas songs and shit. Talented band. So go see these guys. Cool. All right. So I what's happening? I... I, I that guy took up too much time the last show. He took up the whole friggin' hour, so I got him <laughs> out of here. Well, uh, 58 minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah, whatever, whatever. So, with that in mind, I What's want happening? us to finish the year strong. I want us to get right back on track. Okay. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to celebrate our birthdays? No, we're going to do the alien no. update. Screw that, right? He's a little bit of an alien, but I think he's mostly. He's an alien. You could be an alien robot, right? But not all robots are domestic. I computed the aliens. They are capable of sinister and dangerous acts. You weird alien man! All right, so if you're new or you forgot or you're stoned and drunk like most of our listeners, just remember <laughs> the alien update is about the 7 billion people on the planet, and there's a handful, there's a finite number that have more creativity, more impact on our social and culture, more money than a lot of people. I'm talking about Bill Gates. I'm talking about Elon right, Musk. Right. Branson, Bezos. Branson, Branson, Bezos, Zuckerberg, all these people, man. They're aliens, or they have alien influence, or something. So, anyway, I want to talk about SpaceX, but I don't have my shit together here. So we're just gonna fill till I get my shit together. Hang on a second. Okay. Go ahead. You could talk about SpaceX. I was just gonna say, if you're watching on uh, on Twitch.tv/slash Both Mics, because we have uh, an engine of some sort, some kind of rocket engine that they're testing. Uh, so I don't know exactly what's going on. It's kind of weird that, you know, we're just having dead air here with a, a rocket sitting here doing nothing and stuff like that. All right. According to ARSTechnica.com, 
SpaceX plans a Falcon 9 flurry. Bill Gates buys into rockets. Now, depending on when you're listening or watching this. Okay. This weekend, we're recording on the 17th of December, 2021. Last show of the 2021 season. And by the way, Mike, yes, happy birthday. I know both yes. our birthdays are over our break here. So. And Mike, happy birthday to yes. you too. Yes. I thought you were anti-birthday for a minute. Yeah, there. right, right. Yeah. SpaceX seeks to launch three missions in the 72 hours to close out 2021. Wow. That's starting this weekend. That would be a flurry of, of rockets yes. taking off. Yes. So I guess Gates has been kind of watching on the sideline with all his billions and thinking, you know, hey, I need to get into this industry. So he's backing a reusable launch company. Breakthrough Energy Ventures, the multi-billion dollar clean tech initiative created by Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates, is leading a $65 million funding round to back Kent, Washington-based Stoke Space's effort to create a new breed of fully reusable rockets. Yada, yada, okay. yada, yada. This is just is saying it, he's tired of watching these other fuckers make all the money he wants okay, to make. Okay, so this is this is two different stories that we're talking yes. about? Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I say I, we're talking about what, uh, Musk and three rockets going off over the weekend. And, yes. All right, cool. So are the, the three rockets, it's this weekend that's going on? This weekend, within 72 hours, yes. Are they all going out of Florida? I know one is. It's going out of Cape Canaveral. And I, actually, it's funny you say that because... Uh, NASA is building some things to support SpaceX a little further. According to dailymail.co.uk, NASA is preparing to build new rocket launch site at Cape Canaveral for SpaceX's Starship and Super Heavy spacecraft. Okay. SpaceX has requested NASA conducted an environmental assessment of its launch complex 49 at Kennedy Space Center in Cape Canaveral. The request is so SpaceX can build a new Starship launch pad at the site. Elon Musk shared the news of the Starship launch pad in Florida on December 3rd. So basically, this is what they're doing. They're no longer taking these uh, reusable rockets. If they don't land near the place, they, they're not going to ship these fucking things all over the country. They're building them. They're going to build them in Florida. So they're building them, and they're going to have their own friggin' launch pad at Kennedy Space Center. Well, that's good. Now, is is um, Bezos all have his panties in a wad because uh, the NASA's doing this for SpaceX and not him? It's funny you say that, Mike. You know the formula. <laughs> <laughs> Here's our boy. Here's our boy, uh, Musk, and Bezos in a picture here. And according to DailyMail.co.uk, Elon Musk says Jeff Bezos should spend less time in the hot tub as Blue Origin falls behind SpaceX, but admits Amazon founder has reasonably good engineering aptitude. And in this picture, Jeff Bezos looks like a turtle. <laughs> I like the uh, I like the backhanded compliments. You know, now you have reasonably good engineering. Reasonably good, yeah. Get out of the hot tub. I think it's because of his uh, new rock and roll lifestyle. Like, he's uh, he's out there, I guess. He's put himself out yeah. there. I mean, don't forget, a lot of these guys on this list have, in the past two years or so, and definitely in the past year that we've been covering these guys, 
Just about every one of them has resigned. <laughs> what? Coincidence? I think not. Uh, exactly. Dude. <laughs> so, if they haven't resigned, they're going to resign. There's talks right? of Musk doing the same thing. We talked about him on uh, last week's show about quitting his two jobs. Bezos, right. we know he resigned, and he's still with the company Amazon in some sort of capacity. Then we know Gates resigned a while ago, but we speculated that was because he had an impending divorce, and that was the easiest way to divide the assets would be to have the divorce first, or have the, yes, have the divorce first and then resign. Because if you resign, it gets messier. That's what they found out. So, yeah. Um, wasn't Mike Singlehand, Singletary, single something? Mike Singletary Just, went into space. Yeah. Did, did, that, did that happen? I don't know. I fucking lost track of that <laughs> shit. Hang on, let's see. Can you have the intern look that up real quick? Let's see here. Uh-oh. It's funny you bring him up. Something's yeah. going on. Uh-oh. He opened up about his painful past, whatever that yeah. is. His painful past. <laughs> Getting his ass whooped on the football field, probably. That's painful. Yeah. Um, he made his big return to the studios, according to HelloMagazine.com. Make his big return to the studio with unexpected video. The star spilled his feelings for ESPN's more than an athlete and shared a clip from his emotional interview on social media. High school to me was surviving every day. I never felt like I had a handle on everything. I was just surviving. Okay. Where the hell did he go to high school that it was so bad? Michael moved from Houston, Texas to Germany when he was nine years old so that his father could take army posts there. He returned wow. to his birth town in his senior year and went to live with his uncle and only began playing football then, yada, yada. Wow. I don't know. Let's see here. Wow. Maybe I need to be more specific to Google. I thought they would bring up the latest shit. <laughs> yeah. I got it right straight hand. His in senior space. year in, 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 in high school in Houston, Texas is the, the latest news, apparently. Yes, he did. He went on it. He said this, the experience was unreal. <laughs> yeah great good thinking good thing he's in journalism now yeah you can you can describe things nice sound bite unreal yeah unreal use your words michael right now that, that that's pretty messed up that that is events like this are already like back page news like no one gives a crap you know, the first one, the first two are, are you know, kind of cool and exciting. Now it's like, eh, whatever. It, went to we had the same thing with the shuttle. I was living in Florida. I would think people all over the country would want to live in Florida and do stuff and see stuff. And, you know, if you're not that familiar with especially Central Florida, big companies, when they open a restaurant or something, they open that shit here. They test pilot shit here. Olive Garden and Red Lobster, all these restaurants, they started yep. shit here. You find restaurants and shit you won't find anywhere else on the planet here. And yet we take it like it's nothing. When was the last time you went out to one of these fancy restaurants they only have in Florida? They only have in Florida? Yeah. You know, I yeah. I don't mean super fancy. I mean, you know, I don't know. what Name a restaurant. They probably don't have too many other places that's in Florida. Uh, Texas Roadhouse. When was the last time you were there? Uh, 
week or two ago. Thank oh, okay. Stuff. All right. Never mind. You proved me wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we make it a bad habit of going out to eat at least once a week. Yeah. I think we're spinning out on Twitch. I don't know why. No, maybe not. Maybe we're back. Maybe it was me. Yeah, it's you. All right. So anyway, Musk, I I, th I thought it was hilarious that Musk got his jab in on Bezos, even though, you know, he was like, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> All right. So this is a canyon on Mars. Interesting. That's cool looking. What do you notice about this canyon, Mike? Um, it it kind of looks like a dragon, maybe a, a, a blue dragon. Ooh, it's blue. What else would be blue? Um, the, the water in my toilet. Yes, the water. There's friggin' water ice on Mars. The ExoMars Trace Gas Orbiter detected unusually high quantities of hydrogen beneath the surface of the Valles Marineris Canyon system. This is according to thehill.com. The water could be chemically bound to other minerals in the soil, but researchers believe the water most likely exists in the form of ice. It's already known that there's water on Mars, but it's mostly located in the planet's polar region as water ice. So they're saying that either now or at one time, there's there's been water in different places on Mars. Well, yeah, water is just a, a compound, you know? If you got hydrogen, you have oxygen, and you put it together somehow, and, you know, it's probably not uh, suitable for drinking, but it, nonetheless, it's water. Well, this is why that space race is so intense with these guys with all these billions of dollars. You know, this is this is why. Because we, we know if you can't be the best, you at least have to be first. So it's a race to be first. Hopefully you'll be first and the best. But look at some of these companies and how they had to make their way to the forefront now. They know how to do it. They know how the games are played. They have money behind them. They have political weapons behind them. These four or five different people are all trying to get to Mars, all trying to get to these other planets, and all trying to do things so we can mine on asteroids and meteors. We can mine on other planets these precious metals. We can go to Mars and establish a habitat there because we have freaking water, which is the heaviest fucking thing we could bring up there, so we don't. Right. Eight, eight pounds. Of, uh, eight pounds. Eight pounds a gallon, if you're wondering, if you're keeping score at home. Did you know that? Yes, I that did. A gallon of water is yes, eight pounds. And the average human head weighs about that as well. Wow. Is there okay. a coincidence a... there? <laughs> Can you fit a head in a milk jug? Are you calling somebody a waterhead? Yes. Not yes. very nice. Not yes, very yes, nice yes. at all. Well, yes. also on Mars, they found a volcano. Okay. Doesn't look very impressive. No, but here, hang on. Let me pull this shit up here. The rover presser... Per Perseverance rover makes completely unexpected volcano discovery on Mars. This is according to KSL.com. Lava once flowed at the site of an ancient lake on Mars. The Perseverance wow. rover landed on the planet just 10 months ago, but it's already made a surprising discovery. The rover's latest findings suggest that the bedrock it has been driving over since landing was once formed by volcanic lava flows, something that was completely unexpected, according to mission scientists. Previously, they thought the layered rocks Perseverance took photos of were sedimentary. So we got volcanoes on Mars, we got water on Mars, we got ice on Mars. 
Yes. The question is, is were we once on Mars and we left it because we screwed it up? Or are we trying to get to Mars because we're screwing this up? You never know. Yeah. Uh, what I'm wondering, <clears throat> okay, if you have ice on Mars, do does is the freezing temperature of water on Mars 32 degrees Fahrenheit? I don't know. I would assume it's the same. I would assume too. But you never know. Who knows? Well, it depends on what dimension you're looking at, too, because there's multiple dimensions that we might not be privy to around us. There could be a fourth and fifth dimension around me right now. There could be a presence. There could be some sort of dark energy. There can be all sorts of different things. Some people call them spirits. Uh, it could be chemically a different situation. I mean, it it's could not be... nice to talk about your wife like that. Yes, right? yes, yes. <laughs> yes. She might be a dark presence once in a while, yes. but not all the time. All right, especially during the Christmas holiday here. Let's let's kind of lay off that. All right, Lisa. That's Mike underscore Taylor <laughs> at bothmikes dot com. Yeah. Hey, this you Santa know. Clown left some shots here. I'm gonna do some shots. Cool. <sighs> It tastes like iced tea? Yeah, it tastes like iced tea. How'd you know? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> what do we got here? Well, NASA has a spacecraft which touched the sun, they say. They use the word touched in quotes, so it's going to be interesting. OregonLive.com. Haven't had them yet. Spacecraft touched sun in dramatic adventure. NASA calls it truly a remarkable feat. A spacecraft has touched the sun for the first time ever nasa announced tuesday that is the unmanned parker solar probe blasted through the sun's corona or solar atmosphere the sun does not have a solid surface the accomplishment is monumental moment for solar science and truly a remarkable feat nasa's thomas zerbichin said in a statement it actually wow. happened about eight months ago the probe's data took some time to make it back to earth and for the scientists to analyze it the Parker launched in 2018 and it has been making increasingly close passes of the sun before it finally plunged in. Interesting. Well, see, everyone's going to mo the moon again. Everybody's going to Mars and, and trying to do something <clears throat> there. What happened was NASA had to take this experiment over because it was initially done by Poland and they kept going at night and they couldn't find the sun. <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to wait for the milk to come out your nose. No. no. All right. So, Crystal. again, depending on when you're watching this or listening to this, if you're yeah. watching or listening on 12-17-2021, that's when we're recording yeah. this, the second show of BothMikes.com on Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash BothMikes, YouTube, iHeart, everywhere you can find stuff, you can find us. The Comet Leonard is going to be... The brightest comet of 2021. We've talked about this several weeks. This is your time. This is the last time you'll be able to do it. The comet will be located near Venus. This is according to Space.com. Making its closest approach to the bright planet tonight at 9.08 p.m. Eastern. The comet about 45 expected, minutes. Yeah, the comet is expected to travel within 2.6 million miles or 4.2 million kilometers of Venus. By comparison, the bright comet made its closest approach to Earth on December 12th. 
passing within the brightness and prominence of the night sky the planet may help sky watchers locate comet leonard anyway you look for venus is what you're looking for so i think that's in the east hang on i got a picture of it here there we go <laughs> oh there it is there's venus just over the horizon there and just below mm. it like seven o'clock on a on a clock to the left of yeah, it. Yeah, from from what is, the map shows, it looks like it's right over by Dr. Phillips uh theater. Yeah. Well I didn't take this picture. I don't know where it's no, from, but yeah. yeah. Over by the by the citrus bowl. I don't yeah. know though. I don't know if you'd see that many stars <laughs> with that much light pollution there though, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I um I was surprised. God, back in, in eighty five I was traveling for the first time away from a city, going in between Austin and San Antonio, Texas. And uh, my my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, uh, I looked up in her convertible and I was astonished. I was shocked about how many stars are actually in the sky in comparison to what you see 20 miles, 25 miles from New York City where I grew up. So, um, yeah. Well, Texas light is pollution very sucks. flat and open like that. So you can yeah. – and no light pollution you can see for miles. Yeah. Well, it's different now because I lived in San Antonio for 10 years and uh, it's no no different than New York City now. It's just, you know, a, a spattering of stars. That's what happens when you open the borders. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, next. <laughs> to borders of Austin. <laughs> all right. This is a glacier. Correct. Next. <laughs> That's all. This is a glacier. <laughs> the show and tell? What's going on? Yes. Here? According to Salon.com, the Doomsday Glacier may partially collapse. If it does, Earth's sea level will rise by two feet. Enough okay. of this shit. I've said this over and over again. I don't know how many more times I can make it clear. If I take this cup and I fill it with ice and water, which is what this is, with the icebergs and with the glaciers... And you only see a fraction of what's below the surface. So according to your doomsday glacier theory here, if that falls into the ocean, the seas are going to rise two feet. So all of Florida, all of Louisiana, all these places are going to be underwater. No, it won't. Because when I fill this glass with ice and water, as the ice melts, does the glass overflow? The answer right. is no. Thus disproving your whole... Global warming, which has changed to climate change, because we realize now that we're heading into a cold spell. And I was just talking to Santa before he left. There's more fucking ice at the North Pole than has ever been. So I'm not buying so, this. Are you buying so this, you, Mike? Do you think these people are just bad at math? No. They're scientists. And the reason why they're scientists that are saying there's global, global warming and climate change and all this is they get government grants. And if they say there's no fucking climate change, they don't get any more fucking money. They have to give right. themselves something to study to continue to get these grants. So they're going along with the bullshit. What's Mikeism number one? It's all fake, folks. It's all fake. This is what I'm talking about right here. With glaciers, what's the percentage that is above water to what's below water? Let's look it up right now. 90% of the glacier or the glacier or iceberg is below the water. 10% is above the water. There you go. So, so it's already in the water. The water's not going to rise anymore. When the ten, when the ten percent goes below the water, is when the when the oceans are going to rise. They're now never will... going to rise. 
Will will one iceberg or one portion of an iceberg dissipate the water by one to two feet? I doubt it. I no doubt iceberg. It could be a, a trillion cubic yards of ice dumping into the ocean at one time. It's not going to make this go overflow. Now, if I took it from another planet and put it in the ocean, yes, it may make it overflow. But it's already in the fucking ocean. The displacement of it's has already water. happened. What about the 10% above the water? It's it's displacement. Have you ever sat... When you get in the tub, right? Yeah. The water goes up. That's because you're a foreign body entering water. Now displacement takes place. Pretend you're the ice cube. Pretend you're the glacier. Pretend you're the, the iceberg and you're getting in the tub. You're coming from a foreign area, so the water's going to go right. up. But as okay. you sit in the tub... And as you go further under, it's still the same amount of displacement. Whatever is under the water and in the water has already been accounted for through displacement. Right. It's it's what's above the water that when it goes into the water, that raises the water. You're not getting it, Mike. You're not getting it. Mike, you're not getting you're it. You're disappointing right. me, Mike. You're in the bathtub. Yes. Everything, everything is below the water except yes. for your head. Yes. You put your head below water, does the water rise? I don't know. My head's underwater. How the fuck am I going to know? No. Your, your entire body is not... It just your from your shoulders down is in the water. Okay. And the water is, has a line, right? There's a water line. Now you put your head under the water. Does the water go up or does the water stay where it was? Okay. Go ahead and talk about this nonsense. I'm going to show you once again the demonstration. Hang on. Go ahead. Make sure 10% of the of the object is not in the water. Uh, so I guess he's going to the freezer for ice. And he's going to get some water. And then hopefully he's going to get a marker. And this way he can make a water line of where the water is. And then we will add an ice cube or two to uh, show that it actually dissipates. If he actually thinks that by my description, putting your head on the water after the fact doesn't dissipate the water and make the water rise, he's out of his mind. This is Correct? a glass of water. Yes. It has about right. 10% of the ice over the top of the glass. All right. Where where is where is the water line right now? Up to the top. At the very top? Yep. Okay. Go ahead and push those ice cubes down. Why would I do that? They're gonna melt on their own. See what you're suggesting okay. is we take okay. a foreign object and plunge it into the water. I can do that trick all night. I can make artificial displacement all night. When this melts, when this melts, it will not overflow. Period. The bathroom thing, that's a great thing. That's a great example. I think yeah. you're twisting it up on me. This will nope. not overflow. That will overflow. It will not it, it, overflow, dude. If if the water if the water line is right at the top right now, it yes. will. Because where are those ice cubes going to go? They're going to melt into the glass. The weight is already factored in by the other ice cubes because it's combined. It's part of that solid body in the water, dude. All right. We will see. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put this on the heater. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the fan blowing on you in one direction. You got it on the heater on the other direction. <laughs> Just make sure it's not an electric heater because you'll get electrocuted. All right. Going from icebergs. Back to Florida, because you know Florida man's at it. And get off my lawn, guys, coming up here in a uh -oh. minute, so don't go anywhere. But this one I had to talk about. All right. <laughs> this is something you're only going to hear in Florida. All right. This is according to foxnews.com. So you know it's true. Yes, exactly. Florida officer finds two alligators hanging from SUV window at accident scene. A responding officer from Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission spotted the alligators hanging from the window of an SUV that had been turned on its side. Rescue workers never knew what they were going to find at the scene of the accident. There's a picture here if you're watching on both Mike's uh, .twitch.tv or YouTube or wherever. Yes. Picture of the vehicle on its side. It had rolled over and there's some alligators. They did not make the crash. Somehow they died. I don't know if they were killed before the crash or in the crash. But it's right. illegal, pretty much, to have these alligators. Okay. According to the accident report, the incident involved two people and two alligators. <laughs> Case of the week. When our officer was asked to assist with a vehicle accident involving two people and two alligators, he wasn't sure what to expect. Once on the scene, he saw a six-and-a-half-foot and an eight-foot alligator hanging from the rear window of an SUV resting on its side. The officer immediately removed them from the vehicle and, just to be safe, secured their mouths using electrical tape. After interviewing the individuals, one of them finally admitted to killing the alligators while fishing, and both suspects loaded the gators in the SUV for transport. Both alligators expired, and both individuals were charged accordingly. Wow. I've never uh, seen that, have you? No, that's, that's insane. Uh, what area? Florida? Let me see here if it tells me. Hardy County. Who? Hardy, Hardy County. I that's think that's like up here. No, I thought Hardy no? was south of uh, south of Polk County, I thought. Really? That's interesting. Hang on. Let me see. Uh, so I was going to Google it. What did the interweb say? Yeah, no, it's it's south of Lakeland. It's by Bowling Green, Wachula, Zolfo Springs. Interesting. So, yeah, um, places no one's ever heard of. It's pretty much to the right of Sarasota on the map, but it's okay. center of the of the map. So, yeah, they were out in the middle of nowhere, and uh, they were fishing, and, hey, nobody's around. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to see us. Let's shoot right. these gators, or let's get these gators. Let's kill them, and let's take them back. We could skin them. We can make the wife a purse. We can make uh, alligator nuggets because it tastes like chicken. Right. Buddy. Wow. It's amazing what people would do. And, and it's amazing what, what people do all the time and just don't get caught. Fucking amazing. By the way, here's an update. Still yeah. haven't overflowed. Turn the heater on. Still. All right. Well, being I was up on my soapbox and bitching like a angry old man, you know, like a Clint Eastwood type character in a movie. Like, get off my lawn. Yes, sir. You are so smart. Yes, sir. Get off my lawn. 
Not in this lifetime, Sonny. Well, I think you're an overeducated 27-year-old version. There's a Mexican, a Jew, and a colored guy go into a bar. The bartender looks up and says, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get off my lawn. You used to stack fucks like you five feet high in Korea. Use you for sandbags. Can't you people just leave me alone? Get off my lawn. You'd think the cold would keep all the idiots out. What are all you fish heads looking at anyway? All right, so you get the idea. Get off my lawn. This is the old angry guy in the neighborhood. Not the one that hands out candy to the kids like a creeper with a van. I'm talking about <laughs> the guy who's yelling at you to get off his damn lawn, the old crotchety guy. Well, this right. week, we have a sexy woman as uh -oh. to get off my lawn. That what sexy happened? woman, I'm going to put her sexy picture up right now. There's that oh. hot-looking babe. Oh. Wow, talk about lopsided. What the hell? <laughs> Looks like she hit an ugly tree on the way down, hit every fucking branch. That has Bell Palsy? I don't know. Fox35.com, Fox35Orlando.com, I should say. Deputies, Florida woman says she poisoned her boyfriend to shut him up. <laughs> Jacksonville, Florida. This is up by you, Mike. Oh, wow. Okay. A Florida woman told deputies she gave her boyfriend just enough poison in his lemonade to shut him up and then called law enforcement so he wouldn't die, according to the police report. Deputies with the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office said Alvis Parrish, 54, put a psychotic drug in the lemonade of William Carter whom she had been living with for nine years on December 7th, she then called authorities. When deputies arrived at her home, she was on the front porch, and she said she did it because he wouldn't shut up. I gave him just enough to shut him up and called y'all so he wouldn't die. That's a quote. <laughs> I gave him just enough to shut him up and called y'all so he wouldn't die. Wow. Wow. A, a popular thing it, to, people will do is sweeten iced tea with antifreeze. Yes, yes. Lisa's and, tried uh, that on me before I caught her. <laughs> nice, nice. And I, I never knew antifreeze was, was sweet until I had a, a radiator cap blow off in my face when I was uh, a teenager. And I was like, that's sweet. So, wow. yeah, that's a... That's the thing you, you can't leave you can't leave it laying around because cats and dogs will drink it and yeah. they'll they'll stroke out. Well, that's why they make it like that nuclear green color, that nuclear yellow color, or whatever. Yeah. So she goes on to say, "Look, check this out." So a deputy puts this woman in handcuffs. The deputy put her in handcuffs, and Parrish continued talking. "Quote: Do whatever you want. If you don't take me, I will kill him." <laughs> Really? Okay. <laughs> the deputies reported she was speaking with a slur as if she was intoxicated. You think? Yep. I hope. <laughs> a deputy who talked to Carter described him as extremely lethargic but had difficulty interviewing him because he kept complaining about how tired he was. Carter, this is the guy, 61, yeah. told the deputy the lemonade tasted funny, but he said he did not know why Parrish would give him the drug since he didn't usually take it. A bottle of lemonade deputies found had a powdery substance at the bottom. Carter, the victim, at first didn't want to go to the hospital, but he was taken to the emergency room after he collapsed on the floor, saying he was not feeling well. Parrish is charged of poisoning food or water with intent to kill or injure a person. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, Lisa tried that shit with me with the antifreeze, and then she also rewired the kitchen not the kitchen, the bathroom light switch, and kept it all exposed and the wires weren't right, so she tried to electrocute me. 
So, but that's back when I could afford an expensive insurance policy. So, <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I, I point it out to her all the time. She doesn't know I know. Nice. Why would she try to poison me? I'm such a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask him; he'll tell you. Speaking of nice guys, this fucking douchebag. <laughs> I thought he was on your team, bro. Yeah, dude, I I, I find it uh, hard to to reconcile my my thing with him. I got a picture of Urban Meyer up here. Urban Meyer, once the coach of Bowling Green University, went out to Utah, did well there. Then Florida got him to come to Florida with Tim Tebow. They got Tim Tebow, won a couple national championships. Tebow won the Heisman. When it was time for Tebow to go, he figured out he had to go. So he feigned illness and a heart condition to get out of his contract with Florida because it was obviously he couldn't do anything anymore the following year that Tebow left. Well, no shit. Nobody can. Yeah, Tebow, he's fucking winning you national championships, winning the Heisman. Then he leaves and your program turns to shit. Okay. So a year after that, after he had a dismal year, he feigns illness. Six months later, he shows up as Ohio State Buckeyes new head coach. Miraculously, he's healed. <laughs> Praise Jesus. He nice. shows up there, and what does he do? He picks right back up where he left off, wins national championship. Then shit happens with recruiting violations and sexism stuff and all sorts of shit haunting him again, much like haunted him at Florida when he was here because Alex Hernandez, the killer, was on the team. I mean, this guy had already killed people, and he was on the Gators, my team. You know, I, I, I just thugs, gang members, the students that never went to class, you know, all that shit. That was real, man. That really happened. So he goes to Ohio State, takes that whole yeah. thing with him. Of course, he takes his bag man with him. The bag man is the guy, uh, unnamed origin, who's usually a booster or close to the program and brings literally a duffel bag of cash, nothing said, nothing done, brings it to the house and hands it to the, to the, uh, the new coming freshman, the guy they're trying to recruit. Recruit cadet, yeah. So he, he has his fallout at Ohio State. So I'm still kind of behind the guy. I'm like, all right, let's see what he can do. They hire him in Jacksonville. He doesn't make it 13 games. He's found to be with his hands groping this chick that's not his wife in some Flandering, yes. Then there's an article. There, stuff had come out where he was talking the way his approach was to the whole thing. Like, he took all the coaches, which he hired. He hired these coaches. And he yep. had them bring his their resume to a team meeting, to a meeting of coaches. Then he had them go around and review on their resume resume while they're why they are winners and not losers. Because right now he thinks they're all a bunch of losers. Okay, dude, what are you accomplishing? You hired these fucking guys. Now you're calling them all losers. That's a great yeah. way to have the coaches behind you. Exactly. Yeah, it's good for morale. <clears throat> well, there's an article out now today after they fired him this week. According to TampaBay.com in the sports section, former Jaguars kicker Josh Lambeau said he was kicked by Urban Meyer during warm-ups. Okay. Was, was he kicked in the shin? Was he kicked while he was, like, stretching? I don't get it. Well, Josh Lambeau was off to a slow start. 
The Jaguars yeah. kicker missed a field goal attempt in each of his first two preseason, preseason games. But for the fourth most accurate place kicker in NFL history, wasn't worried as he stretched with teammates at practice during the week before the final exhibition game against the Cowboys in August. Then Lambeau was approached by head coach Urban Meyer, who was calling Jaguar specialists by their names. It was kicker, punter, long snapper, or shitbag, dipshit, whatever the hell it was. The names didn't bother Lambeau, but the former Florida Gators coach did next, Lambeau said, were the actions of a mean-spirited bully. God, that's <laughs> horrible. A quote, I'm in a lunge position, leg forward and right leg back, Lambeau said. Urban Meyer, while I'm in a stretch position, comes up and and comes up to me and says, Hey, dipshit, make your fucking kicks, and kicks me in the leg. Nice. Lambeau yeah. spoke for the first time publicly about what he, what he said happened in an interview with Tampa Bay Times, yada, yada. Hours before the story went viral, the Jaguars fired Meyer, ending his tumultuous NFL tenure after 13 games. Yeah, they, uh, they, they play like a high school team. You know, here in town, of course, we, we get the game. We get every game, and uh, it, it's it's sad to watch, so you know. He says, when he's talking about the kick, Lambeau goes on to say, it certainly wasn't as hard as he could have done it, talking about the kicking, but it certainly wasn't a love tap. Truthfully, I'd register it as a 5 out of 10, which in the workplace, I don't care if it's football or not, the boss can't strike an employee. And for a second, I couldn't believe it actually happened. Pardon my vulgarity, I said. Don't you ever fucking kick me again. And his response was, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick whoever the fuck I want. Hmm. Until the news finds out. <laughs> yeah. I, Obviously, I, I, they, they were looking for the final straw. You know, I, three, three strikes and you're out. I get so. it, but you know what? I could sit here and tell you honestly, that's football. That's the way it was. And and Urban's Urban's about my age, and that's the way it was growing up. You got, I got you know how many times I got physically hit by the coach. You know how many times I have him grabbed by my face mask and pulled over to get positioned in the right place because, you know, I wasn't in the right place I had to be. I, I, this happens. It happened to everybody. They call you names. They curse you out. I think I told you that one story. I told you that one story about the guy who had the eyes looking two different direct directions. He had like a lazy know. eye. And okay. the coach is walking around as we're doing, you know, stretches and stuff. And he goes, boy, what the hell is wrong with your eye? And he shakes his helmet by the face mask with the guy in it. And he goes, straighten out your eyes, boy. And the guy goes, well, I can't. That's the way I'm born. One eye looks this way. One eye looks the other. He goes, no shit. Well, good for you. You're my starting defensive end because you're the only motherfucker that can look straight ahead and down the line of scrimmage at the ball at the same time. Nice. Oh, yeah. Buddy, you got kicked, punched. You'd have to block against the coach. The coach would have to come and tackle you. And Yeah, that's just what it was, man. That's That was football. You don't want it? Don't fucking sign up for it. Yeah. Well, I, you know, obviously – the powers that be were looking for that third strike, and I guess that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Still, no overflow. It's not melting, dude. I don't know what to tell you, dude. I'm trying to give you the experiment that shows what's going on, and you're picking it apart. I'm trying, trying here. Anyway, Urban Meyer, I think he ought to change his name to Oscar. Oscar. Oscar Meyer. 
He's a fucking wiener. <laughs> Christ. Nice. Yeah, I'm just way disappointed. I mean, I have an autographed book from him, from the Gator years and all that shit. Even though he left distastefully and even though he lied, we started calling him Urban Liar. Nice. Nice. Now, here's the thing. I say that about the past and about that's football. That's not football today. I want to be clear. That was football. What he's not doing is he's not being able to communicate with the softies, the the Xers, the Malay, all these kids that are growing up now, they've been coddled. They've been given time out. They didn't get their ass whipped when they did something wrong. Elf on a shelf. We had a fucking belt on the shelf. You don't do something <laughs> right, that belt on the shelf is going to come down whip you in the ass. How about that? Exactly. Exactly. Did you ever get, so. quote, like the F is for family, which you got to watch this. It's on Netflix. They've had, they just released their fourth or fifth season, and I watched the whole thing like in two nights. It's nice. a cartoon. It's uh, uh, Bill. Um, Nye the Science Guy? Bill Burr is the comedian okay. behind it, and his voice is in it. And it's basically about what you and I lived through in the 70s growing up in New Jersey. It's pretty much that was it, it is what it is there. <laughs> was I'll, it based in Jersey? If you don't get better grades, I'll put you through the fucking wall. You know, shit like that. Yeah. You know, uh, wow. you got your ass beat if you did something wrong. Right. But yeah, I, I don't know if it's based in New Jersey, but it made me feel like I was back in Jersey in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, nowadays, kids are a lot gentler. They're a lot softer. You can't, you can't say that. Well, they, why they not? Have no, they don't have no grit. This is going to be the, the pussification of America is going to be our downfall. More than likely, more than likely, because, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a, a, a different time. But I often wonder, is it, a, is it a different time now in comparison to when we were worse than it was in comparison to our time, to our parents' time? I think the changes are consistent in the right in, in proportion. I think proportionally the changes are equal. In other words, goddamn hippies with the goddamn rock and roll, you know. I and we we laugh that off, you know, or whatever. Goddamn right, metal right. music, hairband bullshit. Goddamn, you know, we laugh that off. Yeah. I, well, I was like today. I was looking at at uh, like just music in general. It was a thing on, on uh, my face that said, you know, what was the number one song on your 18th birthday? Our 18th birthday, Like a Virgin from Madonna, was the uh, was the number one song. Thank you for giving out my password now. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, so, you know, that's one thing. And, like, I, I looked all around like, oh, okay, I know all these songs. And I'm like, well, okay, how about my son? He's He was uh, in... I guess 2005, he turned 18. So I looked and I knew the songs of 2005. And then 2008, when my daughter turned 18, I, I knew those songs. Like now, if I was to look up a song like that's number one, I, I would have no idea what this song is. It is this like the artist. Who's this artist? <laughs> who's, who's, who's T.I.? I don't, yeah, I don't get it. So uh, it, it's, it's, I guess it's proportionate, you know, how, how far off we are from our parents as we are to the, the generation that's here now, you know. Now, now, to be fair, 
Urban yeah. Meyer responded to this accusation by Lambeau shortly before he was fired, denied the incident happened the way Lambeau described it. Meyer goes on to say, quote, Josh's characterization of me and this incident is completely inaccurate, and there are eyewitnesses to refute his account. Uh, he's talking about general manager Trent Balky, and I met with a met with him on multiple occasions to encourage his performance, and this was never brought up. I was fully supportive of Josh during his time with the team and wish him nothing but the best. And then shortly thereafter, that quote, he got fired. <laughs> so is Josh with the team still, or they got rid of Josh? No, the morning after Lambeau said he was kicked, he said he was in a nutritional aisle at the team's training facility making a smoothie. Meyer approached him. He sees me, I'm by myself, and he kind of quartered me and comes up to me and says, are you going to put a smile on that face? I said, I'll smile if you stop kicking me. The conversation was out of earshot of other players, Lambeau said. He says, the is a quote, the details of the conversation I do remember. I was having issues with how he was coaching me throughout the spring, throughout camp that I had kept to myself, and I expressed a couple of times these issues with special teams coordinator who relayed them to Urban, who seemingly halfway understood his response was like, okay, you don't like me doing this, okay, if you don't like me doing that, fine. But if you ever speak to me like that again, you'll be out of here. You're the first player I will, I've will i ever let speak to me that way in my career. And if you do it again, you're gone. <laughs> he goes wow. on to say, I said, genuinely not trying to be sarcastic here, Urban, but what did I say that offended you? When you responded to me out on the practice field in front of everybody, if you had an issue and don't like me kicking you, well, then you keep that to yourself and you wait until after practice and after meetings and you come find me in the office and tell me privately. Yeah, okay. Uh, so now you're telling him what to do? This guy's Whatever. 31. He's a kicker and was released after he missed his first three field goal attempts to start the season. I can see both sides of this story is what I'm saying. I, I'm not... I don't lack compassion for this guy and all this shit. He's 31. He's a kicker. He's a fuck. Kickers are fucking weirdos anyway. But I mean, <laughs> that's the way you got, got shit done. In fo it's football, dude. This isn't tiddlywinks. Yeah. You know, yeah no, uh, Jacksonville had, has had issues with their kickers all year. Uh, I didn't think it was just in the preseason. I, th I thought... You know, there was a game where they the, the kicker missed like three field goals in one game. So all well, around, they're just doing horrible. I knew Urban was really done when I saw his body language coming off the field last week in that last loss, and you could just see it in his body language. He was just not. He was just not. He was just going through the motions, man. And then at the press conference thereafter, uh, he was asked a question um, about criticism and from players and things players said and um that story i told before about the coaches having to defend their resume even though he hired them from that same resume calling them all losers according to that story Mar um meyer 57 has also denied the report and he said that if there's a source that source is unemployed i mean within seconds end quote okay hey what's up man Hello. How he are can you? hear you now. Hey. Hi. How are you? Who are you? I <laughs> am a guy that your dad knows that we do radio stuff together and stuff on podcasts and on YouTube and on Facebook. Are you like 
Yes, I am. I am. Huh? Do you Mike like you? And your dad's name is Mike, too. Did you know that? Your dad's name isn't Dad, it's Mike. Did you know your dad's name isn't Dad, it's Mike? Yes. Ah. How old are you now? Four. Um, three. Four. Ah, okay. Can you hear me? Right. Yeah, we can hear you. All right. I think right. it's getting past your bedtime. Do you want to close out the show? Do you want to say bye-bye, thanks for listening? Daddy. Daddy. Go ahead, Xander. Let me hear you. Oh, you got both kids. Both kids making the airwaves tonight. Nice. Yeah, nice. both kids here. We got both kids, both mics and both kids. That's awesome. All right, you guys uh, okay. say bye. Okay. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, thanks bye. for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in 2022. We're closing out the year strong here. Yep, so yep. We'll be back in 2022. Until next time, folks, we'll see you then. Bye, Molly.